Elisal Chit Chats aims to make information available for everyone. The podcast transcripts are on elisalchitchats.wordpress.com for the hearing impaired and those who'd like to read instead. Thank you for engaging. So let's do this. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. I am here for this. Do you ever feel like it's hard to live in this world? Not because you physically don't want to be there, but because you are bothered by so many things that sometimes have to do with you and more often than not have nothing to do with you. Often, something happens to me that deeply upsets me and I would completely withdraw because I don't want to be present. I don't want to be around a single soul. Hi everyone, my name is Raynath. Welcome to Illithal Chit Chats. That's Crystal Ray and Illithal underscore SA on Twitter and at Illithal underscore SA on Instagram. I, I didn't know, I just, I just felt hyped so that I needed to say that in the intro. But hi guys, welcome to another episode. So I used to do this thing where I would just disappear without having confrontations because I hated confrontations. And then I would just disappear before I ever dealt with that thing. Now I will speak and say, you know, like, sit you down maybe if we are sitting down, if I'm not too upset to sit down. Listen, I don't like one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I'd say it with that much confidence. I'd be like, you know, I don't like one, two, three. But then I'll disappear whether you have acknowledged my feelings or not. Obviously, I feel uncomfortable, so I just step away. I've learned that the world in which I would draw is much better having dealt with that thing than me being in my own company worrying about what I never confronted. Oh, Raineth. You should have said this, you should have done this, now this person will never know, and they're probably not worried about it. Yes, I'm going to feel somehow, but having my confrontation won't lead me to blame myself about how awful I feel that I let this happen. Wrong as it may sound, I want to be able to justify me feeling terrible to myself. Knowing that I let you know that you made me feel bad makes me feel better. If you were the one at fault, of course, because I don't want to be here feeling bad, but I don't know why the heck I'm feeling like it, you know, when I could have just said something or I don't know. You, you want to know why you're feeling bad? Point blank. <laughs> so lately, no, actually, I've been like this for years where I would see something upsetting and then I just get super emotional. Mind you, this has nothing to do with me at all, but boy, I feel it. So last year, this thing happened where someone was exposed online for cheating and the video circulated everywhere, everywhere. This person even became a hashtag. So I came to see this through someone's status on my WhatsApp and I was utterly horrified and disgusted. You know, people who just... I don't know, man. There's a time and a place for everything. But also, I feel like there are things that you can share that are like, okay. But I don't want to wake up to this thing on my WhatsApp and I'm like, what the f***? Like, ugh, sorry. But, you know, like, I, I went to the statuses and I opened up the WhatsApp. 
and I was just, I was horrified. I was really, I was grossed out. And I felt the humiliation of this person in the video as if it was my own. So I just, I don't know, I felt the need to express my disgust. Like I just couldn't hold it in because it was that bad. And then there was a discussion about who was in the wrong. Was it the person that took the video and shared it? Or is it the person who did the cheating? And of course, we don't condone cheating. Cheating is gross. Let's, let's not do that. But also, let's not expose our personal relationship to the world because it's a domestic issue. We decided to enter into this relationship. Therefore, why the F am I involving the entire world? If the roles would be reversed, I would not want you to do that. So the person I was talking to was upset at cheating. And they felt sorry for the significant other that was wronged. Then I asked, So, you sharing the video, does this change anything? And more deeply, like, this has nothing to do with you. So I feel like you are complicit in the humiliation of someone who you don't know. In all honesty, does this make you feel good? And you can see by my line of questions that clearly I took this personal Eventually, this person agreed that the way the issue had been dealt with was just completely wrong. Even if this person whom I was talking to agreed, there were still other people out there who made fun, who shared, who retweeted. And it just made me question myself to this day. I will never doubt my disgust in such behavior. Never. But the extent at which I get upset over what I notice... Is that shit normal? This is why I left Facebook. <laughs> it's not that deep. <laughs> no one around me uses Facebook anymore. But like, at the time, I didn't feel Facebook. But the main reason for my exit was me not wanting to see that negativity anymore. Imagine stepping out of your world. It's a brand new day and you're trying to be so happy. Then, bam, racism here. Sexism there. Someone taking out their bad mood on you here. Being an utter jerk. Or one that gets me the most. Just people being disrespectful. And I like to think that respect encompasses everything when it comes to how you treat people. So, I tried to research this. Because I wondered why I feel so strongly if it doesn't impact me. And I came across the word empath. So, the Oxford language definition. This is the one that you get when you type in empath <laughs> at Google. So the Oxford languages definition is someone who has the paranormal ability to perceive another's individual mental or emotional state. Paranormal threw me off. It sounds downright scary. Mm, I guess I always wanted to have superpowers. I it was to know what someone else was thinking. But hold up. <laughs> Whoa, a bit. Psych Alive and Thought Catalog eventually put me back on the right path as to finding out. Okay, empath is actually a term that psychologists use to describe someone who experiences a great deal of empathy. Often to the point of taking on pain of others at their own expense. These articles go on to speak about the good and the bad and 
it was basically the closest thing that I could find that could explain how I feel. Feeling like you're too sensitive. Seeing someone close to you being distraught and you feel it also. Feeling drained around crowds, needing time alone to recharge, etc. Sure, it sounds like your usual introvert. Feeling drained around crowds and needing time alone to recharge feels like your average introvert, right? But the feeling drained around crowds and needing time alone to recharge is because you draw up so much of the energy that is around you that you need to just be alone and not feel it because you feel it all the time. Well, for me, I feel like, hey, this is why I need to get out of here. This is why I spend so much time alone. So these are some of the traits from Dr. Judith Orloff's The Empath Survival Guide, which both articles reference. Thought Catalog also gives 38 signs you are an empath. Interestingly, there's one that says you're sensitive to TV, movies, and real-life chaos. <laughs> so this pretty much explained a lot. Um, I don't know if it's embarrassing or not. But when I was in high school, I wrote an entire song about Chuck and Blair's relationship when Bart Bass died the first time. Spoiler alert. So reading this thing with being sensitive to movies and TV and real life chaos, I also thought about how Opie's death and funeral completely scarred me and how devastated I was when Mercedes found out that her mom stole her money to start a church. I'm so sorry for the spoilers, but I avoided naming these three shows. And if you've seen all of them, all three of them, and they didn't touch you as much, know that I bowled my eyes out when all of these things happened. So feeling like you're too emotional also caught my eye directly because this is how I came about the question of why am I feeling like this? And I felt like Maybe I take myself too seriously and how things that I deem to be unacceptable, people probably feel like they're no big deal. But how I summarized it for myself is that although I may be feeling for that person, I feel like it all boils down to respect. The way I don't want to be disrespected, I wouldn't treat someone else otherwise. And so I feel like if it were me in that situation, I'd feel 10 times worse than how I feel when I just observe something disrespectful happen to someone else. It makes me feel so bad that I want to fix it, but I know that I can't and that at 10 or a thousand other places, the same thing is happening. I don't want to say it's a problem, but I think I have a problem accepting that the world isn't perfect to an extent. Even if I get that, for as much negativity that there is in the world, there is just as much positivity and vice versa, I still want to ignore the negative part because it makes me feel bad. Either it disappears or I do. And because it won't, I'll try to. Thus, I just withdraw. In conclusion, if people respected each other, it would be easier to exist in the world. Not only for me, obviously I also say this selfishly, 
because I'd rather see not the negativity. Some Shakespeare word situation there. <laughs> I also want to live to see the positive. It can't be all good or bad, but there can't be the same fight and no common ground. Otherwise, there's no evolution. There is no resolution. There is no growth. And I'm not saying this is the answer, but it's purely my observation that we need to acknowledge the different facets of respect to make this world livable. <laughs> not recognizing the thin line that lies between dark humor and insult is disrespect. Even if I upset you somehow and you don't let me know that I did wrong, instead you go and paint my name black and blue all over town to everyone we know that is you disrespecting me like i get that i disrespected you by stepping on your toes genuinely there are people who don't know they did wrong and then you go and like you go and say hey, hey this one is bad and whatnot and you don't come to them and you're saying listen this deeply upset me you're basically ruining their reputation without having you confronted them about whatever they did and then you just go that makes you a bad person <laughs> like i don't want to <laughs> yes yes it's deep <laughs> i don't know if i'm convincing myself or if i'm convincing you guys but i find that to be deeply disrespectful or maybe if i disagree with what you're saying and I have all these ignorant opinions about you that I'm sharing. Not about you specifically, but that thing that I don't agree, that I don't agree with. And I'm just sharing and misinforming people. That's disrespect. This is where Jubilee comes in. So Jubilee does this thing where they bring people together from a different standpoint on a specific spectrum. And they have these conversations in what they call middle ground to bring about radical empathy. So it'll be a conversation between one that I recently watched, which, which is old actually, was about religion. Um, then they'd have the conservative religious person on one, like on one side. And then they have the liberal, I think. I think, I think, I think. I'm not sure. But you get the gist. They're on the spectrum, but they fall on different places on the spectrum. So they come together and then they have conversations. And what I learned from this is that, as I've said before, it boils down to respect. I don't have to agree with what you're saying. And I don't have to understand you completely. I just need to give you space to talk say your piece just like i want you to provide me with that same opportunity and that will probably lead to us maybe not stepping on each other's toes but accepting that ultimately we are both human and have individual needs thus we need to come to the point of mutual respect and exist in a world that has a place for all of us Thank you so much. My name is Raineth and this has been my TED Talk on respect and being an empath. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I'd pull off a TED Talk, but all right. Close enough, I think. I ultimately thought it was going to be an episode about 
how we need to respect each other. But you know, as I was writing, I started to consider what respect means to me and how it might mean something else to someone else. But I've noticed that I think about something and I'll make note of it. And when I write, it turns into something else, even if it stays related to the initial topic that I wanted to talk about. I'm sure my initial point will trickle into next week's Tuesday's episode, so we'll just see. But I actually like how I like what I end up with most of the time.、Um, so yeah. Anyhow, darlings, it's been lovely sharing with you. I hope this also made you think like I did. So go ahead and check out Jubilee on YouTube and read these two articles on Thought Catalog and Psych Alert if you want to know more. If you want to go deeper, read Dr. Orloff's. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I just disrespect people here. <laughs> Speaking of announcing things right, imagine someone actually. Why am I sharing this? But someone I. I I made a stupid mistake. You know that thing where your brain just swaps two letters in a word. So that happened, and I was completely like bombarded with the "This is not my name," and I said sorry. And he was like,、um, "I'm glad you recognize your mistake and you could man up to the situation." And I was like, "Whoa! I, I don't know. I felt so bad." That same day, my name was spelled wrong, and I didn't have such a strong reaction to it. But it just—I'm just careful not to mispronounce anyone's name these days, because I really don't want someone coming for me for an honest mistake. Um, yes. If you want to go deeper, read Dr. Orloff's *The Empath Survival Guide*, especially if you've been feeling like I do. Find us on the socials. That's at Ilisil underscore sa and at Christuray on Twitter, and at Ilisil underscore sa on Instagram. You can find a link there that will lead you to our blog and transcripts of the podcast. Like, subscribe, follow, leave us a comment on the socials and wherever you listen to your podcast. And please, please, please leave us some stars on Apple Podcasts to keep this podcast growing. As Cheesy Deer would say, it's free, you know, it's free. If you are an artist or you own a small business, say hello so that we can give you a shout out. We'll do that because we share the love because that's just who we are. And by we, I mean us all: me, your host, Raineth, <laughs> and the listeners who listen to this podcast. We're here to just support each other and help each other grow. But thank you again for listening. Have an amazing week. Happy February. May it be amazing. After our family meeting here in South Africa, I'm pretty sure we're off to a good start. I'll leave you with this: behave, be safe, and take care of yourself, seeds. Hi, Raineth here. Around the time that I started my podcast, I was told by someone that they wanted to start a podcast too, but. They didn't know how. Well, it has never been this easy to share your thoughts with the world. Certainly not in limited characters, anyway. I joined Buzzbrows because I wanted a podcast-friendly environment that will have the work that I do with every episode. I'm not looking back. 
Buzzsprouts is home to 100,000 podcasters. It's an ideal choice because not only do they give you detailed analytics to show how your podcast is doing, they'll give you tools to promote your episodes and an easily accessible podcast website where anyone can listen to your podcast. And because they think of your listeners' needs as well, the website will have a directory of where your episodes are available as well. If you'd like to try your hand at podcasting, Buzzsprouts is an option to consider. You can use the link in our description to check it out. You will get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and in addition, help support our show.